In Parshas Miketz, we have the continuation of the story of Yosef and his brothers. Have Yosef is taken out of jail and appointed a viceroy in Mitzrayim. And the brothers come down and Yosef challenges them and puts them in a position where they have to bring back Binyamin and sets them up for a situation where they're going to have to prove, where they're going to have to fight for Binyamin's sake and stand up for Binyamin, maybe in a sense showing a sense of remorse for what they did to Yosef. Just wanted to speak a little bit about, I've stumbled upon some fascinating ideas in the Mida Keneged Mida going on in this parsha. The way Hashem, the way Hashem pays back measure for measure. So the Chavetz Chaim in the second Chayag of Shmir Salash, and he talks about just from the beginning of the story, we find already that Yosef was decreed to be an Eved in Mitzrayim. That was a punishment, Mida Keneged Mida, for accusing the brothers of calling the other brothers Avadim. That that was a punishment, Mida Keneged Mida. So Mida Keneged Mida, and also it shows Hashem's judgment on what you say and how precise it is. This is, this is not a Mida Keneged Mida, but Chavetz Chaim brings this why I thought it was fascinating. There's a part of the Parsha where the brothers are trying, where Ruvain tries to convince Yaakov to let him take Binyamin. He says, let my two sons die if I don't bring him back to you. And the Medrash says, Yaakov said, what kind of foolish son is this? Are they not my sons too? What do I gain from your sons dying? So Chavetz Chaim gives an explanation for, what, for this. Chavetz Chaim says that what comes from a person's mouth, except what's nogea to your Shemayim, is bide Shemayim. He says, what's nogea to your Shemayim is berchira sa'adam, What's not is Begeder Bidei Shemayim, which I guess the Chavetz Chaim is saying that Hashem put this into Ruvain's mouth, even though it's not such a good claim. And he says, the Medrash brings it was Mekoyim on Dasan Va'aviram, that his idea of Shnei Banai Tarmos was fulfilled on Dasan Va'aviram. And it says, it's Mida Keneged Mida, because he said about Yosef, throw him in the pit, therefore they were swallowed up alive in the pit. And the same Vart, though, because he said, because Ruvain's intent was, as the Torah says, to save him, therefore his descendant, Own Ben Pelas, was saved from this, and it would have been his fate as well, and he did tshuva. The Balitosus and the Hadar Zakanim bring from the Midrashim. We have near the end of the parsha that it says, that the brothers tore their garments when Yosef, when Menashe comes and accuses the brothers of stealing his goblet, and then they find it in the pack of Binyamin, and they have to come back to Mitzrayim. It says, and they tore their garments. Hashem says, you caused your father to tear his garments in vain. I'm going to cause you to tear your garments in vain also. And that was a Mida Keneged Mida. In the end, says the says Tosfus, Menashe caused this Kriya. He was also struck that his Shevet was split in half, in the sense that half of his shevet went to the Avi Haryardin, that that was a Midek and Eged Midek for causing the brothers to tear their garments. The Medrash also says, very interestingly, we look back at the story of Binyamin stealing the Gabbat with 20-20 vision, we could tell the whole thing was a setup. At the time, it says the brothers suspected Binyamin, and they said to him, you're a thief, you're a thief, the son of, uh, you, you see, you got that Midek from your mother who stole the trough from, from Lavan. 
And Binyamin says back to them, I'm innocent. I think this is punishment for you guys killing your brother and dipping his blood and dipping his coat in goat's blood. So whatever the back and forth in that medrash is, is. But the medrash says that actually they struck Binyamin. Apparently it says the brothers gave him some sort of uh, a hitting. It says they struck him being safer between his shoulder blades. And because they struck him between the shoulder blades, he was zoche to what the bracha that Yaakov gives him, ubeng seifav shachen, that the base hamigdash is in his portion. That as a as a reward, I guess, for taking the beating in vain, therefore he was rewarded with having this taking a beating being seifav. He was rewarded with having the base hamigdash being seifav. Chavetz Chaim also points out that the brothers come back. And they say, at the end of the parsha, they say, what can we do? We're going to be slaves to you for our brother stealing the cup. It's for a difference that we committed many years ago. We're going to be slaves. And that this was also Mide Kenegad Mide. Because they had sold Yosef as a slave, therefore they were being compelled now to subject themselves to slavery. And of course, Yosef says, far from it for me. The rest of you can go free. I only want him. The Medrash brings that the brothers had sinned by selling Yosef for 20 silver coins, and now they're being punished with anguish over a silver cup. And Yehuda, it's one more point, Yehuda is the one who stands up for Binyamin. Hashem subjects Yehuda to more anguish than the other brothers, says the Chavetz Chaim, as a Mida Keneged Mida, because Yehuda was the one who suggested the sale. He's the one who would have been influential enough to prevent the sale, Chazal say. So he's the one who is most put in the forefront here in this whole story. Just some thoughts about the Midah Kenegad Midah here, the precision of Hashem's judgment here, just how everything is very calculated, everything has a hashba, some of them for not to be felt for many generations later, but everything in Hashem's world is very precise, everything is very calculated, and we have to realize that in our own lives, that even if we can't see what's going on, or we don't see it for many, many years, that doesn't mean there's not a cheshman, that doesn't mean there's not a media connected media, that doesn't mean there's precise calculations. Just something to think about. Wishing you all a wonderful Shabbos.